I'll come back to the backpacking cycle. I don't actually know what I'm going to discuss in this episode, but I'm just going to do a stream of consciousness and see what comes out and see, have it a very like emotionally vulnerable episode and just say like where I am at the moment with my state of mind, how I'm planning to progress. And then hopefully I'll just unravel certain topics in my life and discuss them further from that. So yeah, recently I've started working. Well, I say I started working. I had a call with a Jungian psychologist. This is because I've been stuck in a bit of a rut and I've been having like mini mental breakdowns just in the way that I feel like my the lack of progress in my life has been very telling of where I am as a person and the comparison between who I am now and where I actually want to go is such a such a disparity that it's becoming increasingly frustrating for me and this is spinning its ugly head in like self-destructive habits I get my depression quite easy and whether this is through like physiological reasons or just like my conceptualization of what I think the world is I'm not sure but it seems to be that I get stuck in these ruts when I realize that I'm not where I want to be yet and I start like purposely self-destructing so I'll start eating junk food on purpose to kind of make my situation worse or I'll start going on Instagram more or I'll avoid the things that I need to tackle just in this really subtle subconscious way to make my situation worse and it's really weird how my mind has framed this situation as if I get bad enough if I get depressed to the point where like it's bad and I'll I'll snap out of it and suddenly realize that all my problems will go away and I'll start progressing so it's kind of this illusion where I think I need to like self-destruct and get so bad that I'll wake up to the fact that I need to improve. But improvement is never like that. Self-improvement and uh, trying to change any aspects of your life is a continuous process of like struggling and improvement. And it's all about continuous 1% improvements that compound on top of each other. It's not these big moments, these aha moments that shift your perception and you instantly start acting and behaving in a different manner, that never happens. And if you're waiting for that to happen, if you're waiting for this moment in time where you just your perception shifts and you just take action, you're going to be waiting forever and you're going to be constantly grasping at something that's not there. So it really is just trusting the process and the compound effects and having compassion and enthusiasm for the little things that you're doing, the little wins. Let's say like you actually wake up on time for three days in a row or four days in a row. That is momentum that's building up. You make your bed three or four days in a row. You go to the gym twice in a week. All these little things build up for your self-esteem and they build up your confidence. Um, And the little wins are so important. And the more you can focus on that aspect of your life, you can focus on the little wins. They're going to compound and build up your self-image and your self-esteem. And that's going to allow you to like make progression. And it can be really difficult to like get out of this framework of thinking and this state of mind where you're focusing on the big shift. And because this is what social media does to you to a certain extent, or this is what the, the current society that we live in, it's all about these grand gestures of these people that were in really bad scenarios and they suddenly just decided that they were going to change their life and everything went better and you see all the positive sides of them doing all these things on social media and it deludes you away from what actual progress is if you think about it right everything is a habit our brain is just this habitual mechanism that gets reinforcement from doing things continuously and so the more things it does continuously the more neuro pathways you strengthen in your brain the more easier it becomes to take them actions so to expect yourself to 
get all these old habits and just chuck them out and then completely instill them with new habits is unrealistic. And whilst it can happen, it has happened to people before, it's rare that it happens. And most progression comes from slugging things out, continuous process, one by one, just bettering yourself. And that that's what you need to aim for. So yeah, I get stuck in these little mental ruts and I've been stuck in one recently, but I spoke to a Jungian psychologist the other day and um, he said some very interesting things to me and uh, it really like shifted. I felt uh, an, um, a lifting of some weight off my shoulders. I felt lighter when I spoke to him and yeah, so I sat down with him and he was just asking me questions about like, um, what's your family history? What's your plans for the future? Why do you think you're stuck in this rut? What scenarios are you having? Um, why, why do you think you're not making the progress you want? And he said, halfway through the conversation, he went, look, Alex, I don't think we're right to work with each other. And I definitely don't think Jungian psychology is for you at the moment. And it took me back a little bit. And then he explained why. And when he explained why, I felt a complete shift in my body, like kind of a, an acceptance of the path that I'm on. And I felt this encouragement to keep doing what i'm doing and this like alleviation of all that anxiety i've been holding on to and the, the, the pressure on myself so he said that the depths of my subconscious aren't as plagued as i think they are my real issue is that i've not been out into the world and embodied an ego i've not got real feedback from the world and decided or cultivated a persona or an ego from the feedback of the external because I'm always so stuck in my head and I've spent the last couple of years like really doing a lot of internal work. I developed the right side of my brain, the right the right hemisphere, which is more for like analytical abstract thinking and not developed the emotional relationship side, which is the left side. And he's saying as um as Jungian psychology talks, like people need to go out into the world and embody themselves. They need to feel in their body. They need to get experience and relation from the world so they can get feedback and he was saying like look the key for you alex isn't to be more stuck in your head isn't to start analyzing more of your thoughts it's to actually just lead with action and stop trying to overcomplicate things stop trying to abstract everything and stop trying to like come up with solutions by thinking because what you really need to do is just go out into the world and he was like life isn't as serious as you think it is you need to just like go out and experience things and um, as he was saying that it really made me feel just like I understood that everything I'm doing at the moment which is a lot of reading a lot of journaling might be like productive but it's actually not productive to what the real essence of me needs the real essence of Alex Rogers needs action he needs experience he needs to go out there and tackle the world and get response from a date in life get response from going out there and being in a job and just figure it out on the move and lead with action I've developed this core understanding of who I am to the point where I think it becomes a bit self-destructive I'm so self analytical and i'm i'm very self-analytical because it comes in the way that i'm trying to think my way out of my insecurities when actually my insecurities need to be dealt with by going out into the world because that's what the conceptualization of my insecurities are that they're, they're, they're insecurities of the world um they're insecurities about myself in certain scenarios and obviously that is an inherent belief that i am wrong in my mind but to like unravel that belief the best way to do it is to go out and experience so yeah he was saying um a lot of interesting stuff he also said and i don't know if anyone can relate to this 
that he gets a call every week about a young lad who's done too many drugs. And if I look at my past, I've done far too many psychedelics, far too many um, just like casual drugs, we would say. And he was saying that what happens is first you get the the chemical imbalances. So the lack of serotonin, the messing around with the chemistry of your brain. And also when you get into these altered states of consciousness, which come from doing um, psychoactive drugs or like just drugs in general, what you're doing is you're opening yourself up to a new way of consciousness, a kind of an infinite amount of potential. So especially when you do psychedelics, you realize that like everything is possible and that the reality is a lot more complex than we think it is. And at this age, when I've been doing all this stuff, he was saying that you haven't actually formed a strong identity of who you are yet because that comes with time and that comes with experience and that comes with feedback from the world. And because you've gone like very spiritual and you've gone like messing around with altered states of consciousness, you've been opened up to the vast amount of the universe. You've been opened up to God, the essence of what is the universe and seen the infinite amount of potential. And you come back to reality and realize that reality isn't matching up to that. So you've kind of been paralyzed by action because you're realizing the infinite amount of potential that's going on in the universe. And you don't know what direction to go because you could go in any direction. And this really like rang true to me because I've got this inherent belief that I could do anything. And I think any human can. If you put like time and belief and focus and consistency at something, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. But you can only achieve you can achieve what you want, not everything you want. So the the dichotomy there or the distinction is to pick one thing and get extremely good at that. And that, that doesn't mean you can't pivot later on in life and you can't maybe develop your your career now and then really focus on something else. But if you want to like improve and if you want to become successful at something and if you want to embark on this hero's journey and start getting good and having this self-confidence in yourself you need to pick one path and just go down there and stick with that and pick a path and follow it with heart and see what happens and cut out the distraction any noise that you have around that like the i should be doing this or i should be doing that just commit to something and like let go of the other commitments and a lot of this I would say the advice, like say if you're really struggling with what to do in your life now, examine what your mind is constantly thinking of. So what are the problems you have? It might be that I don't have a date in life and I really want one, or I'm unhappy with the way my body looks. I'm unhappy with my physique. I'm unhappy with my career, my job. Pick one of them. See what seems to be coming up arising in your conscious experience the most what thoughts and Im imagistic symbols are coming up the most and pick that and commit to something that will improve that aspect of your life and focus on the negative parts so say if you've got a lack of date in life focus on the fact that you might not be the best at communicating with women if you improve that if you go out on cold approach if you go out and speak to women maybe just like message a few girls on tinder or do this and that then you're slowly going to start building up evidence that you are overcoming the the insecurities you have around that and you're going to start improving that life but put a lot of attention on that and actually actively improve it instead of like half-heartedly doing things and you can find passion in your insecurities and your anxieties and you can find passion in the things that aren't going well in your life so it's a very interesting way of looking at like how can I find what to do. So for me, for example, um, I'm so convinced that I need to make online income, that I need to be this mega famous, mega financially free person. But that doesn't seem to be what's constantly on my mind. So that's, that is something that 
I think I'm just doing to avoid the fact that the main fault in my mind is going out and having a date in life and being confident around women. So the more I sit there and ignore the fact that that's something I need to do, it actually is causing an inherent flaw in my being because I'm my thoughts are just catered towards that. And that shows me that there is like a subconscious self-actualized version of me deep down in my subconscious that's being suppressed that wants to focus on that. That is actually the most important thing for me developing my character right now. And I kind of conceptualize excuses around that going, oh, but I need to make money and I need to do this and I need to do that. But if that's constantly what's arising in my conscious experience, that is what needs to be focused on. So if the listener now, Picture what is constantly coming up in your mind. Is it you're not happy with your current relationship, the way your girlfriend speaks to you? Is it that you haven't had sex in three years, two years? You haven't got an abundance date in life. You're not happy with your job. You feel like you're stuck in life. What is that thing that's constantly coming up in your mind? And find a proactive way to focus on the negatives. It's that backwards law that I was speaking about on the last podcast. Look at the backwards law. Think, right, I'm going to focus on this negative here. I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm not earning enough money right now and I'm going to develop a skill that's going to later compound into something that can acquire more wealth for me. Or I'm unhappy with my date in life. I don't interact with enough women. I'm going to put myself in a place where I'm going to have to interact with more women. And start with it. Don't try and think that oh, in six months I want to be ten. I want to be making ten grand a month, or in six months I want to be speaking to speaking to models and sleeping with every woman on the street. Like that could happen, and that is possible. But focus on the negatives and one percent improvements every day. So that was a lot of rambling from me. I think that was kind of hopefully it was helpful though, and. Yeah, we, we tend to think an abstraction, and this is one thing that's been like um, on my mind a lot recently, is that we live life through the lens of trying to understand everything. The human brain is a the human brain is a what would I say? <clears throat> it's an anticip- anticipation machine. What it's trying to do is it's trying to anticipate what's going to happen next. It's trying to project what it thinks is going to happen so it can play a drama out in its mind to play that out so it can figure out what is the best call of action for for you at that moment. So you're actually not always aware of the subconscious personalities and the subconscious motives that are going on in your in, in the, the parts of your brain. They're actually trying to figure out what is the best way for you to perceive this situation? What is the best way for you to act? And what is the best way for you to move on forward? So your brain's always trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And that's what anxiety is. Anxiety is that in in essence of feeling that something is needs to be worried about. We need to like try and understand something. And where this breaks down is that reality is not understandable it's not comprehensible we see the world through the, our perceptions of language and belief and our own abstractions but reality is infinite it's full of infinite complexity it's full of things that can always go wrong we don't know what's going to happen we can never project what's going to happen all we can do is take our best guess so what happens is when we become so concrete concrete about this idea of this is going to happen or i'm not very good at this or i'm too scared of what's going to happen we put these ideas and abstract something that's unabstractable so 
for me, one thing that I'm trying to do now is stop the thinking brain so much. Stop the analytical mind from trying to like interpret everything that's happening because it's only interpreting everything that happens through my own faulty perceptions of my trauma growing up. So that's only my lens of judgment looking at things. But if you can just let that go and kind of just surrender to life and just take what comes of you and be a bit more like flowy and enjoy i think you will find that you'll start enjoying life more you'll start making more progress but you'll also move in the right direction because the universe is infinitely complex and who's to say that what has made everything around us doesn't have a plan for us who's to say that we aren't determined to go in this certain direction and the only reason we're not going there is because we're creating resistance by trying to overthink and analyze things maybe you need to just step out of your own way and just lead with the flow of life the essence of life so there's also a dichotomy here which is like you do kind of have to plan and be disciplined about things, but it's the yin and the yang with anything. You need to sit in the middle and allow kind of the essence of life to live you, but also live life in a manner that is structured. And it's the yin and the yang symbol from like um, what I can gather and from what I've read is the balance between order and chaos. So chaos is everything unknown to us. Let's say the world around you that you've, the, the locations that you have never traversed, the people that you haven't met, the insecurities that are sitting out in the world, everything that you don't know is chaos. Order is everything you know, everything you understand, everything you feel safe in. That's where you are embodied. The goal is to have one foot in order and one foot in chaos. So you're having you're exploring the world and you're going out into the unknown. You're going doing things that make you uncomfortable, maybe approaching loads of girls, maybe going out and starting a new university course, learning a new skill, um, speaking to people you don't normally speak to, but also be sat in order, have a sense of familiarity that you can bring into the chaos. Because if you're constantly in chaos and you're constantly in scenarios that are com- like out of your box of reference and comfort, you're going to be in this alerted state of frustration and anxiety which is going to cause you to like be stressed but if you're too much in order if you're playing life too safe and you're just living by the confines of habitual nature and you're just you're just doing the same things every day waking up going to the same job doing the same hobby doing the meeting the same people speaking the same topics then your life's going to become it's going to become boring and your soul is going to feel like it hasn't got any spark in life, that it hasn't got anything to attach to. So you need to live between the, the line of border and chaos, order and chaos. So have one foot in chaos. Always make sure you're doing things that are progressing you and are making you uncomfortable, but also make sure your day is structured with things that ground you and make you feel like comfort and familiarity. So for me, that would look like wake up and still meditate, still read, still do the podcast, because these are things that ground me. These are the things that I know what to do. And they give me this sense of like confidence and that I fit in. But I also need to be in the unknown of the fact that I need to go out into the world and go and socialize with more women, or I need to go out and socialize with people that I don't already know, or I need to go out and train clients and put myself in scenarios where I'm meeting people I, I, I don't normally talk to. So that would be the line between border and chaos, have structure and also have the ability to 
delve into the deep and the unstructured and that is where like most progress is going to be made it's where like most religions say that you should be living on the line between border and chaos and it's a really cool way of looking at like how should you develop yourself as a person and how should you like make progress in life i think it's too easy just to like sit in the abstractions and sit in order but that's when tyranny happens like tyranny of the soul that's when you feel uneasy and that's when your life feels stag stagnation um that's where you feel stagnation in life and I think because now we are in a society where like everything feels so scarce, everyone feels like everything's dangerous and everyone's hyper aware of their identity and everyone's so self-conscious because of like social media and like how we're all feeling due to the foods we're eating and um, compar comparison to others. Everyone lives in a state of order because it's what's comfortable. But when you stay in comfort too long, you turn comfortably numb. That is the worst place that you can be because if your life is like really bad and like you're really depressed or you're really unhappy and i know this is this is going against what i said earlier but like if you are in like a really bad scenario you have no choice but to change because you are at the point where like i'm unhappy with this like i can't live like this something forces you to change but when you're in this place where like life is just good enough life is just comfortable enough it's boring it's the same it's like groundhog day but I still have a sense of comfort and familiarity and it could be worse. When you're in that position, you actually become comfortably numb. You become numb to the things that you do. Like you don't actually enjoy the things you do, but they're so familiar and they're so, and and you realize that they're not the end of the world, that you actually don't take action. So sometimes a person that's at the bottom and is really struggling propels themselves out of this rut and goes and explores the unknown because they have to. Whereas when you're in a place of familiarity i can't even say that word when you're in a place of like comfort you're not forced to take action which makes you comfortably numb and it's that quote most men live quiet lives of desperation because they don't they're so sedated by all modern technology and the societal norms and everyone just agrees with it. everyone's like yeah this is what life is but it's not you need to be on the border between order and chaos and it's hard in this day and age, man. Like, it really is. And I feel sorry for people because, like, it's so easy to be distracted all the time. There's so many things attacking us from every angle. And not to be, like, a victim and not to say that we don't have control of all, over these things. But if you've not been educated about the things, if you're not aware of the, the negative impacts of excessive social media usage or the manipulation of your dopamine receptors from the the technology that's coming out or if you're not aware of the foods and how they are like and contaminated with heavy metals or contaminated with like steroids and antibiotics how nutrient if how nutrient how much our food has been nutritionally saturated if you're not aware of all these things if you're not aware of how much your health is affecting you or your lack of testosterone then how are you going to make change and there's so many angles that we're being attacked by right now that it feels like like society is destined to fail and people are destined to feel depressed and stuck in ruts because it seems to be that you get attacked and sedated in that way but there is a way out and um, it's, it's a slow journey but you can get there so some big ones that I've done recently that I'm, like, I'm starting to become aware of is I did a testosterone check. So I got my test levels checked. And for those that don't know what testosterone is, it is like the, the male hormone. It's the hormone that makes you feel like a man. It gives you courage. It gives you muscle mass. It 
speeds up your metabolism it does so many different functions and it's probably the most important hormone for a man and when you have a lack of testosterone you you are very anxious you are very like self-doubting you have like brain frog you don't you don't think that you're good enough and you have a lack of energy and from the 1930s i believe or 1940s we have been our testosterone has been decreasing one percent every year and it's got to a point now where the average 20 year old has got the testosterone of someone who was 70 100 years ago which is massive and it's going to affect your life if you have a lack of testosterone and you don't really know this by just like feeling and you can you can have a look at the symptoms of low test and it's like anxiety depression um lack of muscle mass lack of energy lack of libido lack of sex drive but it's always good to get a blood work done so i got my blood works done and obviously, I'm very health conscious. I look after myself. I eat pretty healthy. Obviously, I still binge eat sometimes and I have my own things that I do wrong. But I got my blood work done and I had um, 600 nanograms per deciliter of testosterone, of um, free testosterone, which is the one that, that binds to muscle and gives you like the sex drive and everything. So this is in the middle range of optimal. So 600 nanograms per deciliter. And it would explain why sometimes I like second guess myself and I feel a little bit anxious because it's not on the optimal range, which I'm going to get it to. I will have an, a thousand nanograms per deciliter testosterone by by six months because I'm working on it. But it may be explained why, um, why I feel the way I do sometimes. And I really worry because I'm so health conscious and I look after myself what it's like for someone who doesn't look after the health, uh, their health, who doesn't train, who doesn't eat healthy. Your testosterone could be like 200 nanograms per deciliter, 300 nanograms per deciliter, which could actually like further lead to further implications of you being infertile or you becoming depressed or anxious or you becoming more inclined to use drugs, all these things that can happen from having a lack of testosterone. So that's something that you need to get checked. And that's something that's happening in our society right now that's not really getting discussed or talked about. So you can go online and just do like a testosterone check. And it's a blood test. And if you want to do this, get one that shows you your total testosterone, your free testosterone, something called alabinium. Alabinium? Alabin I think it's alabinium or something like that and there's one called shgb which is sex hormone binding globulum which um they are the ones that uh, free test uh, total testosterone binds to so you need to get them for and get them for and just see kind of where you're sitting and what your levels are i don't really know where i was going with that people um but another thing i've been doing recently is i'm really trying to strip that social media use and i've discussed enough on here why why that is something that you should avoid so that's all i've got to say today people i didn't actually have any notes for that so i'm actually quite surprised i sat there for 26 minutes 27 minutes and just like waffled a load hopefully of useful information so yeah thank you very much for listening people and i'll see you on the next episode of something that like will be structured and hopefully i'll have a guest on next episode so yeah thank you very much for listening people and see you on the next episode